this very moment, we are all connected. Can we take a minute to truly recognize how beautiful that is? As I look amongst us all, I see people of different races, cultures, ages, gender, politics, economics, and education. Yet despite all of that, we stand here today united. But what is connecting us? Better yet, what can be used to connect us? Let's start off small. In order for a connection to be established, we need at least three things. A point A, a point B, and a line in between. Everybody agree with that? So for example, I'm connected to Karis right now. Point A, point B, line in between. Now this connection is called space. We are connected by space. And the only way that we can break this connection is to break the line. Another connection example that we know about is time. Now, obviously we know that time, point A would be the beginning of time and point B would be the end of time. But we can only measure it by a whole bunch of smaller points in between called events. Case in point, even after we leave today, we will still be connected by this event in time. But that's enough of the science lecture. We are in a church building after all. Uh, let's talk about the most important connection, the spirit. Now, similarly to time and space, the spirit connects us and God. But it's beyond that in so many ways. Case in point, the spirit is a living, breathing entity, and it's able to produce fruits. Now, those fruits are love, joy, peace, patience, forbearing, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, and self-control. Now, we have the ability to consume all of this fruit and never grow full with plenty more to share. In fact, the Spirit encourages us to share with others. It's encouraging us right now. But if we are point A and God is point B and the connection itself is the Spirit, well, what is the line? Oh, don't jump all at once. I kind of just teed it up for you. The line is Jesus. Now, for those who don't know who Jesus is, let me simplify by telling you this. He is a king who lived as a servant. He was sacrificed for the sins of the world while he possesses none of his own. And it was his death that gives us eternal life. His blood 
is the very thing that is stabilizing, securing, and maintaining this connection that we have to God. Now, God, when he made this connection, did not set any restrictions for us, such as race, color, gender, our past, amen, or who we vote for. None of that matters to God. None of the superficial things that we find it so easy to write off as worthless, as not good enough, as irredeemable. All he requires is that we die with this confession, that we believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. We die with this confession and we become buried with him and his son in baptism so that he can raise us up as new creatures filled with this spirit bathed in his son's blood. Now, Garrett read for your earlier Galatians chapter 3 and to sum it down so I won't speak on his lesson, it states that when we are baptized into Christ, we are removed of all the labels. The same labels that the world puts on us the same labels that we put on ourselves. None of that matters to God. We are all one in Christ. But brother, isn't being a Christian considered a label? No. It's a reward. Can I get a reader for uh, Ephesians 1, chapter 3 through 5? Uh, Ephesians 1, 3 through 5. This is out of the NIV. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he has chosen us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption and sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. creation of the world chose us from his love to be adopted into the body of Christ. And there is nothing we can do to receive this spiritual blessing, but only to do what is according to his will. This was all predestined. God did not look ahead for a reason to disqualify us. Instead, he made a plan to give us access to a connection through the spirit bound together through the blood of Jesus. And all we have to do is accept the terms and conditions. Now, so what do we do with this connection? When we thank God for his grace and his love, go forth and help other people remove their labels and offer them the cloak of Christ. We share with our neighbors, our brothers, our sisters, the fruits of the spirit. And we also must know that no matter how many times we've fallen, no matter how far we've strayed, that that connection holds true. We must realize that God created this connection. 
Jesus is upholding this connection, and it is fueled by the Spirit. And there's nothing no man nor, God, nor devil can do to break it. Finally, we must know that the Spirit is eternal. It is and always will be. And throughout all time and space, we are all unified by Christ through the connection that is the Holy Spirit. In order for you to gain access, you must become baptized. You must confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You've heard the word. You've got to find out if you believe it. You must repent for your sins. We have brothers here that can take your confession. And we have brothers here that can baptize you. This connection is, is so important. I'd like to thank you guys for the opportunity to speak before you. I really do appreciate the lectureship, the leadership, sorry. <laughs> the leadership, Brother Steve. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to speak before you, and thank you for connecting with me as I connected with you. Thank you.